0: Hey guys, how's it going? Hello. <laughs> Hi, baby. How are you? I like your work, bitch. Hat.
1: Thank you. I like your T-shirt, cropped top. Or is it cropped? Yes, yeah.
0: it's a cute. It's a kids' youth large. It is way too tight on me. Oh. I struggle to put it on. <laughs> you are the skinny
1: legend. I yourself. struggle.
0: I thought I was a skinny legend, but. I guess quarantine, you know, those Girl, quarantine pounds are hitting me.
1: Everybody gained weight in this quarantine. So, I mean, I lost weight in when I got COVID, but I gained back everything that I lost. But it's okay. I'm happy to be healthy, right?
0: <laughs> Amen. Happy and healthy and COVID free. Amen. Yes,
1: I just did my test. I am negative. <laughs> I keep negative. Oh. But anyway, so today's first, uh, today is the first episode, Back to the Singles Collection series, and I'm so happy that we're back. So happy that we' be able to record and you guys are still engaging with us right Timothy
0: I love it it just makes me so happy when everyone sends a voice memo or sends us a message um, again anyone could be on the podcast all you have to do is send us a voice memo or a voicemail and we'll get you on but we're gonna get back to it you know I think we needed like time to like regenerate ourselves and just feel you know, refreshed. Yes. I feel refreshed, so I'm just really happy to be here. But yeah, continue following us that we're on Instagram. We're we're available on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Tag us when you're listening. Send this over to a friend who might be a Britney Spears fan or a previous fan or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're not like up to date with like current events. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanna um Keep you informed. Yes.
1: And I feel like today we have this kind of family vibes going on here. 100%. <laughs>
0: 100%. Can you tell
1: us a little bit about our guest?
0: Yes. So. I actually wanted to bring on a longtime Britney Spears fan, <laughs> my cousin, Demarcus. Uh, pretty much, we grew up uh, in different states. Um, whenever we would link up, we would have fun, but then we would end up fighting over who was the bigger Britney fan. And who, who, who used to would be fight the winner? As kids, who was the, the bigger? When winner? what
1: happened? Who was the bigger winner?
2: Well, if I could interject at this point, I would actually say the bigger winner was definitely Timothy. Ah! I will give that to him. Oh, hands good. Down. <laughs> I, thought oh say, yourself, I thought you were gonna say it was yourself,
1: Demarcus. I thought you were
2: gonna say, but anyway, no. As we've gotten, I have to uh, give this all to my cousin.
0: Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so as we've gotten older, we've um, stayed connected on social media, and he's you know helped me to come my understanding of my sexuality, and we actually. Went to go see Britney together. and I want to say in 2014. So time has flown. Um, so yeah. So introduce uh, Demarcus. Here Woo!
2: we go. <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm Demarcus. I go by Demarcus Fresh on Instagram. You can find me on Timothy's page. I'll be following Felipe soon. I'm also following the um, podcast Instagram as well. So.
0: Yes. I'm on there. Original da, the podcast.
2: I, yes, I am happily <laughs> engaged with my partner. His name is Kawan. Um, you can also find his Instagram on my page. He is Papito Coquito. Um, yeah. and I have <laughs> so been different. a yes. You know, he's got that coquito. So <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> Sorry, podcast viewers. I'm a little risky sometimes, or risqué, should I say? But yeah, you please don't be sorry. Forever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've been a Britney fan since I was a kid. Like Timothy said, we um, that's I think what kind of brought us together in such a weird way. And I can't wait to share some of the stories that I have with Timothy. And oh. our love for Britney and, like, how that's even taken me as a Britney fan right now.
1: Oh, my God. It's so funny. I heard a couple of them already. <laughs>
2: well, I can't wait for you to share. <laughs> well, welcome to that's our podcast. a mess. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really do feel honored.
1: Uh, we feel honored that you're here. So, <laughs> I want to hear, like, some of the
0: tea... <laughs> Wait, before we get into the tea, um oh my feel free to be as grisky as possible. Like we <laughs> yes. are people know us and we're all Philippe and I are, are both Sagittarius, just like Britney. We're always horny people, very yes. sexual. Um, we
1: that's
0: with, my fiance, so, so, sh- so I know.
3: Mm-hmm. Is that
0: okay is that okay <laughs> to flirt
1: with somebody that's part of your family? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I respect that is up. so
2: funny. <laughs> he said you gotta keep it within the family. <laughs>
3: Man, what story <laughs> oh, should I start goodness. off
2: with first? Should I start off with like our like most iconic, biggest fight ever that we had with oh. Britney when we like first met? So, I was a big Britney fan growing up. I, I'm from Boston. I lived in Boston. We were going to go visit Timothy's family in Orlando. We went down there, and it was fun. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit of a hater because I went to Timothy's what? from... And Timothy had these Britney Spears bed sheets, Britney Spears posters <laughs> everywhere. I thought that I ran into a cute little 10-year-old white girl's room and it ended up being my little cousin's room. And I was livid. I didn't say anything, but I was livid and dying inside because I wanted to grab all his pillowcases and just hug them because they had Britney Spears' face on That's them. So like, cute. what the heck? Never in my life. I didn't even think that that was something. But we got over it. We found out our love for Britney. So we were having so much fun. And then one day we were outside with all of our cousins and we decided to play tag. Well, I thought that me and Timothy had at that time a really good connection because we loved Britney Spears. Well, I was wrong because unfortunately when it came to tag, I was faster than him. And so when I tagged him, said, hi, you're it he was pissed you guys he was screaming and then the first thing i said he said was i'm not it and i'm a bigger britney fan than you are anyways and he stomps his feet on the ground with his fist
0: yelling at me and
2: then so in this moment of just me laughing at him i was also so (laughs) insulted because i could not believe that this kid just told me he's a bigger britney fan than me so what ends up happening i start getting i'm, I'm a britney bigger fan i love britney more i love britney more i love and we're going back and forth and there's these two gay kids that are not even out yet arguing and all of our family is looking at us and they have to separate us do you remember that timothy how they had oh to separate God. us because
0: honestly i just re- i was so i know whose whose who's house it was it was my aunt's uh, th- 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 titanita and basically I just remember crying inside that's all I remember I just remember crying inside and seeing you and I was like I don't want him to be
2: here anymore or
0: something like that that was like running in my head I'm like can
2: he leave (laughs) he was like he was like leave I want him to leave he's like I love Britney more and I was like no I do and we were just crying we were both crying so
0: funny
2: I'm assuming I was not and we didn't
0: talk the rest of the trip oh my god
2: (laughs) We didn't. Yeah, we didn't talk the rest of the trip. The but in true parties.
0: transparency, I think I was jealous because you guys went to Disney or something, and I didn't go. Ah, yes.
2: poor little Timothy.
0: <laughs> so I was mad. He like why he get to go to Disney, but not
2: me? Oh my god! Did you guys? But you're the true winner. Huh? <laughs> you're the true winner. You know why? You had. You're the true winner because I went to Disneyland, but you had Britney Spears bed sheets. That is like the dream of every 10 year old gay <laughs> boys, okay? How old were you guys? You, technically, you could you? say you slept with Britney every night. That's so funny.
0: <laughs> How old were we, Marcus?
2: I was probably um, eight years old or nine years old. I, 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 who knows? This was when Britney Spears' um, Britney album had just came out, and that's the first album that I bought. Mm-hmm. Um, me too was and my first one. That's when we got it. I was. Timothy inspired me. In so many ways, to kind of be um, unapologetically queer at such a young age without knowing it. Um, Another funny story that I do have, if I could share, was that on the last year of me living, yeah, and the last year of me living in Boston, I was 11 years old, and um, my mom decided to throw me a birthday party in our apartment, and I was—it was a surprise party, and I didn't know. And at this point, I had a Britney Spears poster. It was the first poster I ever put up, ever. And it was a Britney Spears poster. She was kind of like in chonies, and she had like, you know, like a little Shaw hanging. Uh-huh. And it was just iconic. It was iconic, and I had it right in the doorway. So when I opened the door, it's the first thing I see, and I was like, I love you. And I came home, and all of my straight cousins are in my bedroom, staring at Britney Spears, and are like, why do you have this? Uh, and I was like, oh, because uh, she's so sexy, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing that obviously it was because like I was just like embodying her spirit. And so each time yeah. she came on, her music came on. But if it wasn't for Timothy having all of those bed sheets and posters, and who knows, he probably had slippers and everything himself. <laughs> he had every Britney item that you can think of. It, it it gave my mother guilt to say, "Dang, I could at least get him a poster," and oh, so funny. it was it was just really funny. I mean, all my straight cousins were like, "Yeah, she is sexy. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, that's okay," and they somehow accepted it. And you know who they were? <laughs> I with. think um, Timothy.
0: Yeah, no, I think our families thought that like if we like, they thought we wanted to be her. Uh huh. You know what I mean? That was, I think, uh-huh. our big their biggest concern, like not like, just becoming being yay, like a they drag they were, queen. We were gonna like. Yeah, like be a drag queen and be her, whatever yeah. the case is. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, We're trans,
2: you know, there was mm-hmm.
0: in actuality we just used her as inspiration. It's a <laughs> it, it, bad vicious. And
1: it's funny you're saying that because we are all Latinos and we kind of have the same background. Like you know, our parents in the beginning, like you know, when you're not totally out they're afraid that you're gonna become either a prostitute or you're gonna become a woman or a drag queen like for them in the beginning it's like a a terrible idea Uh, i guess nowadays it's just a little bit different but we all have the same background it's funny so yeah without a doubt so where do you live now you said you live in boston where are you living now
2: i live in l.a now so um i was Born and raised in Boston till I was 11, but I do consider myself from Inglewood, California, because that's where I spent most of like my teenage and adult life. That mm-hmm. I hope, you know, kind of shape who I am. Um, so I'm in LA, and I did some time in San Francisco with my fiance. Um, we did like three months in Minnesota, like Timothy. Wow. that was an experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, like I said, we only did three months, oh my- but um. <laughs> It was it was good. It, it, it's good. I'm in L.A. now, and I love L.A. I'm thankful to say um, that I had Timothy. You know, I like to think of myself, like, although, Aww. like, we don't see each other on a daily, and we're, like, cousins, he's like a little brother to me. I've always been very protective of you him. You mean a little sister? I'm sure there's <laughs> lots... Yeah, totally. Like, my little sister, my little gay sister, and, you know... I'm sure that there's times that he realized that I was hard on him, but it was just because I was so scared of all the things that I went through that I just didn't want someone who is, who has so much power and so much energy and has such a good spirit to have it taken away from him. So... You know, it's, again, being on something like this is so exciting. It's exciting to see him, you know, just thrive the way that he thrives. And uh, I'm telling you, growing up. This is like late, a love a host, Oh my God, I'm getting
0: emotional. Yeah, but growing... I know, I love Good. it. There's like, and I was like, I'm getting emotional too because um, when I, one time we went to San Diego to, to, together and I came oh, home, man. like I want to say pretty late. We came home pretty late, like maybe two in the morning or three in the morning. I think I even left um, him to go home. Because I was, like, so tired or something like that. And I had a boyfriend at the time, and he was acting crazy in Florida, my first yeah. boyfriend. And just, like, like, why are you coming home so late? Like... Who are you with? Acting crazy. And Mark and my cousin was like telling me like, you know, people who react that way, it's because they're doing something Mm -hmm. shady for sure. And it was kind of a time that I didn't understand things. And, you know, I confronted him and Marcus was right. My cousin was right that like he was doing something. He was cheating on me. Um, So it's just, you know, it's that big brother aspect. Sometimes you don't want to hear advice from Mm -hmm. your friends in your family because you think that they have. Malicious, intense, whatever the case is. In actuality, they really just care and they want to protect you.
2: When, you know, San Diego is just one trip that we went on. We went to Vegas where we saw Brittany together and that was an experience. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of things. Like there's... There's some stuff, honestly. We have some stories, I think.
1: But you know, when you, you said that you were hard too hard on him, and sometimes we do need to be like that to you know learn with the experiences and grow as a person, uh, you know, with that. And I mean, I wish I had a cousin that was gay. I was I, like like me, and you know, we could share things. My my whole um, childhood, I had to just talk to people. <laughs> online, you know, and share my things with them because I don't I didn't have anybody around. So I feel like you guys having each other it's such a blessing and you guys still keep it's just sad. Like you guys don't talk too much every day, but it, once you guys talk, you, the connection is there. Oh, and it's back, that's back to normal. 100.
0: I love how this. This is like a little therapy session. Yeah. But <laughs> it's really good because this episode that is. To happen don't with let me. me be the last to know. Like yes. these are things like we're revealing the truth. We're we're finding out. You know. Seriously. In Britney Spears and this song, don't let me be the last to know.
2: Exactly. She wants people
0: to tell game. the truth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't let me be the last to know. That you're gay. <laughs> There's so many ways you can interpret that song. Whatever you feel like. That's the point of that song, oh right?
3: Come
2: on, dude. That's definitely going to be the title of this
3: podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, I, I think that a lot of people don't understand the struggle of being a Britney Spears fan. Oh my gosh, they don't. As a Britney fan, and then understanding the Free Britney movement, understanding the conservativeship stuff, mm-hmm. understanding, looking at it as even from a human aspect of mental health awareness. I don't think a lot of people understand all the intersectionalities no, of what comes don't. to being a Britney Spears fan. And a lot of people may be like, oh my God, like, you know, and especially with 2020, I'm not sure if it's okay, but like in these terms, it's kind of like, is there really, is this socially aware is like, oh, there," you know, this white girl or whatnot, but it's like, it's deeper because it's not just Britney Spears that this could happen to. No. This could have happened to Megan The Stallion. This could have happened Anybody. to Beyonce, who was, you know, managed by her father. Her father. Yeah, it could was... happen to
0: Kanye West currently.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. And then now, and, and then now, it becomes a, a conversation of not only are we just keeping women or women identifying people down and even people of color so that's why I I love this because some people may just think oh it's just about Britney yes this podcast is just about Britney Mm -hmm. but it's deeper than that it's making sure that we're talking about civil rights in a sense you know your human rights you you need your freedom and Britney doesn't have that and I don't think a lot of people understand that because they go rich girl problems but Mm -hmm. it's like it's not a rich girl problem if you ain't got that money for yourself yes. and you can have no full <laughs> exactly. control. So. Yeah.
0: If you can't even touch that money, yeah. that's
1: a valid but But I, I also believe, like, you know, back in the day, Britney was obviously, you know, she, there was a moment she was the most iconic artist out there. And people would just like, we say Britney, people would um, connect with, you know, VMA performances and amazing music videos. And lately, um... It's just different. As you said, it's more like the awareness of what's happening with her. I feel like, I don't know if that happens but with with both of you, but to me, most of the guys or friends or people that don't really follow her, they come to me asking me, how is Britney doing? Like, how is she doing? Like, what's her, what's going on with her? And before it was just, like, oh my God, did you see her latest music video? Did you see her in concert? And now, like now, I, I in a way, it's a good way that people are kind of like, get more awareness what's happening and they want, they're want willing to know. So I, I love that you touched that because I feel like that's how... I mean, Timothy, Timothy and I, we both think the same way. Uh, one of the reasons we have this podcast is for to uh, fight for her freedom and we do want her to be free. So I'm glad that you touched that topic because I think it's really important to
2: share. Well, I just wanted to let you guys know about the impact that you guys have about... Um, one time I was just... It was about... The month or two after that you came to visit in 2020 in L.A. when you did the Free Britney rally, that Free Britney rally was so impactful that my co-worker came up to me and was like, did you see this? And she shows me a freaking picture of my cousin. And I was like, hold up. I said, hold up. You telling me that he came out here for a Free Britney movement and I thought he was coming out here to visit Familia? I was like, I got to check this real quick. And then I text Timothy and he's like, oh, yeah, I did a free Britney movement. I told you. And I was like, I guess I just because, you know, coronavirus was there. So I was like, "Uh oh, Timothy, I can't see you. Coronavirus. You know, I was like, (laughs) we can't. I can't see you, Timothy. But I then she's like my coworker's like, look, and and you're right. You know, people now when they talk about Britney Spears, sometimes there's an insensitive insensitive um, tone to it, but sometimes there's also a real sensitive tone and Most people that I'm aware of, like, that that come up to me are more so asking, is Britney okay? How did you see this of Britney? Did you see this video? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they do it for jokes, and I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. The only one that I'll joke about is when she dances. And it's, like, funny little dances all over, because I like to do that because it's funny. (laughs) But um, overall, I don't want to but I don't use what's going on with her as humor entertainment. Yeah, and we and, shouldn't. Yeah.
0: I would love that. So, like, I guess, damn, I came up with three thoughts now. The first one is, remember you talking about mm. you dancing and stuff like, like Britney dances? I do remember you commented when she danced to Megan Trainor's Me Too. They're like, what, what is that? <laughs> was that? But I thought it was fire. And he's like, girl, what was that? And I was like, uh, "That was the That's my favorite it. video.
1: <laughs> oh that What that she, she does is like the, 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 yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. exactly
0: yeah. exactly she looks so good. Guy, I she looked- good i actually was gonna say two things uh additional the first thing uh and i think the second all right most recently i hung out with a few people um i would say four straight people and then one gay guy so a total of five people and then um, the straight guys I, I said oh I host a Britney Spears podcast or something like that and they're like oh what is it on about the free Britney movement? I'm like yeah and they're like so what is this about like the yellow shirt that she's stuck in her, her house or whatever mm-hmm. the case is and I think people are so stuck on these like conspiracy theories mm-hmm. but they're they're willing to learn a little bit. So One of the straight guys was like really? What, why are you concerned about her? She's fine. She's rich versus someone else I was like no she's actually in a conservatorship. So it's kind of funny to, to hear people that like don't know i'm like you guys should be on the podcast and we should just talk about it because i want your real mm-hmm. opinions like to talk to people who are so unaware about it you know so then therefore we can educate them but that's a future uh, podcast idea felipe yeah but yeah. what i was gonna say and to, to marcus um to Marcus, i apologize um is that britney spears doesn't we're just talking uh, about like uh, taylor swift for a second because i was wearing a taylor swift shirt and he asked me what do i think about taylor swift and <laughs> and he's like i know he's she's so white and i was like you know what you're right like I, and like growing up with britney yeah she was white but it wasn't like she, when you listened to her or saw her she was like oh my she god that girl Karen. is yes. so white she can't dance she can't say like she is the definition of a white girl yeah. it was never like that like, never like yeah she like was that, your girl yeah. next door and yeah she did grow up in Kenwood, louisiana but she has some little flavor to her yes. You know what I mean And she she just She never seems like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I did like a little, mm-hmm. But she never seemed like right. Smoothie If that made sense So that's why I, I says, love that
2: you said that Yeah
0: Yeah Cause like I feel like With Taylor Swift Even Miley Cyrus Like I mean I love Miley Don't get me wrong But even like sometimes I hear Miley say, I'm Like this girl is so
2: white I mean her last you last, know? Last, last album was so good I love it Oh, yes. I love, I love it, today. Yeah, no fear, But, but that, you know, that, I love but like, it just, too.
1: A, just as a point as an immigrant from outside, like, it's funny how much... I mean, please don't... Like, whoever is listening to this podcast, I'm from Brazil, and when I moved to America, I wasn't used to with people saying, like, white girl, black person. Like, I did not. Right. Like, in Brazil, we don't say those things. So when you come to me and saying right now, oh, yeah, she's a white girl, but she's not really... It's so funny how, like, Americans, they... Get stuck in those things. In Brazil, we do not mm-hmm. talk about because Beyonce is black, Britney's is white. We just talk about there being a performer. Right. It's so funny. I mean, I'm sorry, but as an as an immigrant and from Brazil, I mean, America is one of the most racist countries in the world. I
2: can say that without mm-hmm. a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. And I agree, and I and I and I agree with you.
0: First stop, homeboy. Oh one night in Vegas before the Britney Spears concert. The night before. It was a scary incident, but basically, I thought I was gonna get raped. What? And I was <gasps> running.
1: You didn't see, I wanna you know now. Spears okay, lied can I, t- in can Vegas. I t- tell
0: this quick story yes. time? Okay, yes. Mikey Passante is Britney Spears' dancer yes. for a piece of mm-hmm. me. I, we went to the Vegas ball, the, the Ferris wheel, Marcus and I, and we got like a deal. And we were, I was getting drunk on this bar. It's 30 <laughs> minutes. Both of Cause us.
1: It, It's open bar, right? It's open bar, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's an open bar yeah. and you'll have 30 minutes. So you're like, let me take advantage of this open bar for 30 minutes. <laughs> so we did. And uh, I ended up proposing, like fake proposing to this girl who oh met on it. Oh and yeah, we're still oh connected yeah. to this day. It's so funny. And I love her. She looks like Shania Twain, which could be a correlation to this and episode. Of course.
3: Yeah.
1: Because oh I called her
0: Shania. <laughs> and then uh pretty much I went to the concert alone because last minute I bought a ticket just for myself, like in the nosebleeds. There's no nosebleeds in Vegas, yeah. but like Mm-mm. towards the end of the rolls. Um, and I'm like, you know what? It's $40. Let me go get a ticket and just see it before I go see it tomorrow night Yeah, and have be on the floor uh-huh. with my cousin. So I bought a ticket and I was drunk the whole concert. I ended up sneaking up my way to the front oh, little by little. Does that, honey. Yes, he I did. I ended up finding. Great seats And anyways After the concert I messaged um, Mikey on Instagram And I said I would love to meet you Take a picture with you And he's like Yeah of course So I take a picture with him And there's like These group of like Four men That are around him
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And he said These are my One of these are my cousins I think it was One of his was his cousin And like his friends So one of his Either his cousin Or one of the friends Came up to me And he's like What are you doing tonight And I was like Oh like I'm going home And he's like No you're not And grabs me and shows me cash, like put yes, and I'm like, uh, I'm no, I can't to. take, I can't take your cash. I gotta go. My cousin Yet. is waiting for me in mm-hmm. the hotel. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, you're hanging out with us. And I said, no. So I take I put his money in his pocket mm-hmm. and I run. I never I ran in that casino in plan. I oh. ran. And we weren't close. Our hotel wasn't on the strip, it was off the strip. No good. So I had to take a monorail. Yep. The, <laughs> I was running and then I was like running in the hotel because I still thought he was chasing me. Oh my god. <laughs> I did not look back. When I say I did not look back, I did not. So then I, I knock in and I guess <laughs> my cousin is still drunk. He's like half asleep, <laughs> butt ass naked on the bed. butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I'm like, Marcus Martin, he's like, what, what, what happened? What happened?
2: <laughs> That's so funny. Mind you, I'm still standing there naked. Timothy ran in. Timothy I wish I that he could see that. Being followed. Could he... <laughs> Timothy was, he thought he was being followed. He bust in through that door screaming, and I was still naked. I'm like, what happened? And he's like, I was almost, and I'm like, what? It was a mess. But in all fairness, Timothy was over drinking. You know, we got wasted. Yeah, I vomited before. He vomited actually in the casino. Right in the middle of the, like, there's a, like, in the, in the casino, there's, like, a big rug with a circle. He went right in the middle and threw up, and we <laughs> looked at each other, and we ran. We just ran out of that casino. See, so see I'm never gonna hang out with you publicly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, you know what? I... Timothy used to get me in the most trouble and I was like, I can't believe that this just happened. Because, you know, in L.A., everyone is like a, a, a they call it like a flower wall. So, like, we're the kind that, like, we like to look pretty and yeah. sit back. Yeah. And like, we don't dance and we're just drinking our stuff. So, being with Timothy, he's like, yeah! <laughs> but he, it was a good time. And we saw we saw Britney Spears together. I have a selfie, um, like, from the concert with Britney. And one thing that I could say is, is that Timothy is so outstanding that... Not only was this a last minute trip for him, he paid for everything. Aww. He paid for the group he paid for the room. I didn't have to pay for a penny and I'm the older Daddy, cousin so honey. yes, he 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 had child, well that's for sure. He had that money. Um <laughs> but I love that story. You know what? It was He's so grateful. He, I'm grateful for him. Uh, I would rather. be Britney yeah. Spears concert but, because I've only been to two Britney concerts. I've been on tour for her circus tour mm-hmm. and um, I went for the one that in the Vegas residency. I was hesitant to go on circus tour because of the fact that that's right when the conservatorship happened. And I was so scared that what I was going to see was not going to make me happy. And that's exactly what I got. When I saw her on stage, she was not ready to be mm-hmm. on there. And it broke my heart. And I said, I'm never going to another Britney Spears concert again. And I didn't. until Timothy's like, I got tickets. You want to go? And I was like, Aww. well, it's free. And so I went. And um, I, could, I could not ask for a better experience, for a better person to go to a concert. And it's so with. intimate, too. And, yeah. and we were in the pit. So we were right there. Yeah. Like we could have reached for Britney. And... I'm forever thankful for that moment because not only did I have an amazing time with my little cousin, but I was able to see Britney looking really healthy and excited. I felt she looked so good when she started off that tour in her residency, and she was pop-locking, dropping it, and it it was like, (laughs) what knee problem? What knee problem? (laughs) Britney Britney had no knee problems in Vegas until she got tired of it, but... It was that's so the funny. Best experience.
0: I just think it's funny. Like even in the beginning of this podcast, we talk about the story time of how we would fight over the bigger Britney fan. Like I wouldn't want to enjoy. You know what I mean? Like that is the person to exactly. enjoy it with. You know. Exactly. So I just it was kind of a rewarding experience for me too.
1: Like so. I love when I, when I'm be able to go to concerts with people that really love Britney. Like because you go with somebody that just like, uh you know, oh yeah, she looks skinny. You know what I mean? Like it's so good when you have somebody that I truly love Britney, uh, and go to the mm-hmm. concerts with. Do you want to be featured in our
0: podcast? Leave us a voice message. You can leave us a voicemail on Instagram or using the link in the description of the episode. You might be featured on the next podcast.
1: Uh, Welcome to the Britney Spears collab. Are
3: you ready? That's my poor That's my poor Now watch me.
1: All right, so we are. You're listening to the singles collection final single of Oops! I It Again, which is the Don't Let Me Be The Last Tuno. It's one of my favorite <laughs> um, tracks from the album. Um, this single was recorded between November and December 1999 when Britney flew to Switzerland to record a lot of her uh, hi, well, tracks. Tino. Hi, Yeah, hi, Stefka. <laughs> uh, it was also <laughs> released... Uh, the, the, the single was released in January 15, 2001, it was written by Robert John Lynch and Shania Twain and it was produced by Robert John Lynch. Uh, it sold 600,000 units worldwide. It only reached number one in Romania, but it was top 10 in Austria, Europe, and Switzerland. Um, unfortunately, because back in the day it was so different the way they we uh, would buy media, consume media, and it was not released in the U.S., but... The video was released on TRL and went straight to number one. I didn't. I don't hmm. know how it really works because I, I didn't, didn't know have... that
0: either. I thought it was a single in the U.S. No,
2: it was just, just no. It was. It wasn't. Um... We just made that up as Britney fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's. What I'm Isn't saying. every
2: Britney song a single to us? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like the video itself, it made a
1: hit in America because it wasn't really released here, but in the music video it was. And it was number one. So maybe that's why we all love this song. Um, and it's funny if you guys paid attention to the date because it was released in January 15, 2001. Britney went to Rock in Rio in Brazil in March of that year. And then right in July, she released Slave for You. So it's so funny that if you think about the period of time that she had off, she was still working, you know what I mean? Like nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, artists, they take a year or two. She's been hiatus for, what, right. far a year.
0: Uh, so. I just remember one time watching TRO um, Immediately afterwards they premiered the Pepsi music video uh-huh. Like the Pepsi commercial uh-huh. So it was like Not only did we have Don't Let Me Be The Last To Know music video Shortly after we had the Pepsi oh, yes. Thing to keep us over And so slave for you like It was just back to back It was
2: iconic We, we were blessed <laughs> Yes
1: <laughs> um, but the video, um, it was directed by Herb Ritz. It was shot here in Miami in Key Biscayne. I didn't know this until I was talking oh. to a guy. He said, yeah, Britney recorded right here in Key Biscayne. I was like, are you serious? I didn't know. But it was recorded in here. And then it was uh, premiered on TRL on March 2nd in 2001. And as I said, it, it went straight to number one. Um some fun facts I thought about the single was that Britney wanted to do a video inspired by Janet Jackson's single, Love Will Never Do, I think it's called. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. she wanted to have that kind of like, she said, I don't want to dance in this video. I just want to act. And right after this, she, um, she was in process to uh, have the Crossroads movie. So I think she was looking forward to like more acting kind of like, like not, I don't want to be dancing my ass off. Um, And also I saw one of the fun facts that Justin Timberlake did not appreciate Britney kissing in that Mm -hmm. video. So it was kind of like, apparently apparently there was like an old version that was too sexual at the time. So they had to Mm -hmm. cut off and now Mm -hmm. that's the final version that we have. But yeah, apparently Justin Timberlake was not happy about it.
2: How do we see the? the I would be surprised. It's such a sexy video.
1: Yeah. It should look so good. Like, even though it was such a, like, only two pieces, (laughs) but she looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think we can see the actual. There's extra footage on My Prerogative DVD, but I don't think you can see those sexual parts. It's
0: not, it's nothing like added sexual scenes or anything along those lines. And I just saw it this morning. It's random that there's like random clips in it there's like the guy from Oops I Did Again <laughs> looking at it and then there's like the toxic, the toxic guy comes in and I'm like so what? confused like what is this edit? It's because like, what is this about it's because
1: it was in my prerogative DVD so like I guess they kind of mixed mm. all like at the end they mixed all of the you know videos together um and then the song was performed at the Crazy 2K tour Oops I Did it Again tour Dreaming With The Dream and lastly but not least Femme Fatale tour Do you guys have any fun facts about the songs you would like to share, or anything related to them?
0: I was just thinking about, like, so, yeah, so Shania Twain did write the song, you know. Man, I feel like, like Mama. Mama. So definitely, like, she grew up, you know, listening to uh, Shania Twain and stuff like that. At that time, 2000, in 2000, Shania Twain was huge. Yeah, she was. Uh, and especially mm-hmm. in the US. I don't know about, you know, globally. No, she was. But, um, so Sh- Shania and, d- and her did meet, but the song was already written. It was just one of Shania's extra tracks. I was watching an interview. Um, so her her, her ex-husband, I think, was in the studio with Britney, and then that's how Shania met, oh. and they seem to have it. But, but it's not like they went back and forth yes. to write this song, whatever the case is. It was already written beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um and what are the odds, you know? Yeah. You know, a little pump cu- pop country coming to Britney's world. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I love the song, honestly. Um I used to bop it all the time when it came on. I didn't even know why I was sad. I don't know what I didn't want to be the last <laughs> to know of, but I just didn't want to be the last to know. And... <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but I loved it. I loved her performance. Um, I just rewatched it for this podcast, too, the TRL performance that she has with oh, Carson yeah. Day, I think it is. And when she's talking about her belly button ring yes. and all this stuff. And I just love how in that moment, like, she was so confident. She was handling interviews like nothing. She's just, like, rolling questions off her back and was just excited and was so humble, too. She would even tell, like, fans, like, you're everything. And she was like that's a lot, but thanks. Yeah. (laughs) And she performed it, and I thought that the vocals were really good um, when she was performing it. Sometimes hit or miss, you know, in in certain areas, but that was one of my favorite performances that she had because it was such a mellow outfit. She was just in Mm -hmm. jeans and a T-shirt, and she was singing, and I thought that it was a good thing for everyone to see Britney like that just because of the fact that when she first came out and how she was being you know, in the put in the public was so sexual, everything, even when she was underage And lip syncing. Um, that everybody was going against her. Yeah. But in this video, I think that not only was I thought it was tasteful. Yeah. I mean, personally. Like I had it on I had it on yesterday and um my partner Kawan, he was like Oh my god he's like she looks good and i was like yeah she looks good do you hear these vocals and you know he's not the biggest stand for her but he does enjoy britney spears music Uh and so when i was going through the videos he was even like oh that's actually her vocals right there are actually pretty good and i was like yeah she used to enjoy it like this was amazing um But I love the video. She's sexy. I love the minimalistic makeup that she has on mm-hmm. in that video. Mm-hmm. Her hair is the tree, short and yeah. just simple. I love it. Yeah, the tree. The aesthetics are just so beautiful, even if that guy wasn't in it. You know, like, it could have just been her <laughs> yeah. laying at the beach and just her singing. Her body. Her face acting was so good. She did good. And I was like, this is before Crossroads, I think. I think this is right before Crossroads, which I love because then it also has that Puerto Rican woman, Zoe Saldana. Yes, and then that yes. other woman. And I just... I love that movie and you know, I was like, this is, this is all coming together. So I think we I should really do a podcast
1: really that. just dedicated that about crossroads on so crossroads. Like, yes, we, That's a valid point. Sure. Oh <laughs> yeah. You I'm going to make an Instagram poll on, on that.
0: I think definitely people
2: would love yeah. that. But uh, without a doubt, without a doubt, you guys. Have well, to do
1: you, it. you answered the question I was going to ask, but what's your favorite uh, performance of don't. So it's actually one of my favorites too is the, is the same one. Because, again, I, as you said, I feel like she looks just, you know, vulnerable and raw. And she was just, you know, answering the questions and her look. Like, Definitely I love me, yeah. all about it. But how about you, Timothy? What's your favorite Don't performance? Well, so
0: that's funny. All of you guys said TRO. Because I was thinking TRO because the reason why I said TRO is because her vocals, yes, are good. But, like, in all the other performances of Don't Let Me Be The Lost Know, I was watching one that was on The View. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Oh, when she was sitting down
0: yeah i saw the I one saw the on view the view and then snl and those are all great mm-hmm. honestly the, the the thing about that i love the most about these performances all the other performances yeah they're very minimalistic she's using all her raw vocals mm-hmm. no you know the background singers but it's not it's no hidden you know attracts uh, mm-hmm. or stuff like that she's not lip-syncing on these mm-hmm. videos um but right. the reason why i like the tr one the most is because it is the most like there's no one on stage but her <laughs> and it's like nice. all these like teenagers like you know watching her versus the other ones like you know it's a little bit more
1: mellow back
0: and not as, yeah not as like eyes on you <laughs> exactly so it's kind of awkward but like she knows how to make it not awkward yes for sure <laughs>
2: No, facts. I agree with you. Because um, I was looking at a lot of the performances, too. And I do love when Britney Spears has like a cute, vulnerable moment, like when she performs every time. Mm-hmm. Um, still one of my favorite performances that we saw in Vegas when she did that beautiful, like, yeah, very, I cried. like every time yeah. thing. Oh, my God. I almost cried. And I was with Timothy at that time. I was like, this is, I was like, Timothy, I'm recording. Don't move me. And he moves me and goes, I love you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like shut up, Timothy, I'm recording. <laughs> This is my song, and I was going through almost like a breakup at that moment, so so it was like really funny. But um, I I do enjoy her vulnerable moments, but I do think that the TRL was one of the most vulnerable moments, just because she just really was enjoying herself at that time. It seemed like her career was kicking off. She was already. She said she wanted to do movies. She said she wanted to do acting. She said she wanted to do everything, and she was starting it and you can see the ambition behind her eyes and just how confident she was not having anything but her vocals. And that I love. Like, I just love that she was just, I'm going to sing this one and that's yes. it. And everybody enjoyed it. People were looking up at her, sitting down on TRL, just enjoying her sing, her, which, is, her vocal which shows the impact that she has because of the fact that it's like, it shows how... People may think, oh, you like Britney because of her upbeat, dancey, sexy stuff. And then you see this vulnerability and how she's there. And you're like, no, I appreciate her as an artist. So Mm -hmm. that was a good, it's a good performance. What's up with the audio
0: on the Femme Fatale tour? Um, the audio is like oh, horrible. Yeah. Is horrible. she lip-syncing? Is she not lip-syncing? Is it back? Like what? I just remember seeing the Femme Fatale tour and I'm like, it's funny. I could barely hear this. It's funny you bring that
1: up. I
2: mean, shade no shade, but she's always lip-syncing.
0: Yeah, most of it, yeah. <laughs> but
1: you know, there's some some of the cities that she performed, uh, Femme Fatale, if I'm not mistaken, in Miami, she kind of sang over the lip-sync. Uh, we were definitely gonna look it up and gonna put it on the final edit, but there was some time, some performers, she did sing a little bit live. <laughs> Um, anyway, so so should we break the ice? Yes. Ice.
3: Ice. Right. So good.
1: Oh, I like this part. So, all right, what's the first one? So, when did you start following Britney?
2: I started following Britney officially after the Britney album. Um. So, I knew all her about, I knew when she came out with Hit Me Baby, didn't get those albums. Oops, I did it again. Didn't get that album. Um, but when Britney came out, that's not only my favorite album, um, just because of the fact that that's the album that gave me my little sexual awakening and, you know, so definitely the Britney album. Plus I feel like it's one of her most authentic albums Mm -hmm. that she made because even she was having so much fun on that whole tour. Okay. So two
1: questions in one. What's your favorite album and your favorite single?
2: So my favorite album is still Britney. -hmm. Um, because of the fact that I just again that was my first album, bought iconic. Um, But my favorite single, or should I say, song of Britney, um, it changes all the time. So currently, it's "Unusual You" on the Circus album. And um, me and my partner used to do this thing because we were long distance for a while. So I used to say, let's send each other the last song that we listened to that day and create a playlist. So I sent him Unusual You, and he was like, oh, my God, I've, I haven't heard this Britney song somehow. Like, I've never really listened to it until you sent it. And I think that not only is it just a romantic song, um, I think it just helped, you know, it helped me and my partner. Very it. Like, like, sometimes I'll catch him, yeah, and I catch him listening to it, and um, I love it. I, I, it's probably not like, oh, my God, the best Britney. I know conservative shit, Britney. It's a little, you know... Um, but you know, I I love that I song, guess.
1: and and actually it was released as a promo single, so it's actually official. Oh, good yeah. to know. <laughs> so I
2: got the question right still somehow, <laughs> you know. And you could still kind of mm-hmm. sensually dance to it if you find mm-hmm. a vibe that you're able mm-hmm. to do. You can mm-hmm. lip sync for your life for it, and I love it. Uh-huh. Um, and it just reminds me. It's always a good reminder to just remind myself of how much I do love my partner and how much he loves me. Uh-huh. So
3: uh-huh. thanks, Brittany.
2: Yeah. Do you have a favorite music video? My favorite music video, yes, actually, I wrote that down. My favorite music video is um, Slave For You. And, again, it's because, I guess I'm just so biased. It's it's Slave For You because, and I also have a couple other ones. Like, I also really love the Womanizer video, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Slave For You, just the whole aesthetic. I love the mm-hmm. whole, the sweat. The drip, the bra, body. You know, I mean, you're Brazilian, right? So you know those. And when you go Mm -hmm. to Carnival, all those women are just wearing bras and everything. So it was really nice to see her like that, Mm -hmm. and just have the. um, It was just. It was like the the the, a tasteful amount of sexy. Mm -hmm. So that music video is good. The choreography is good. Do
3: you
0: have a favorite uh, tour?
2: Yes, and. um... So my favorite tour to sometimes see like the aesthetic was the circus tour, although she wasn't the best, but I love the idea Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. I Mm love the whole, um, I love how they did the stage. I love how she, she was one of the first concerts that I went to that was really utilizing, because I went to the Staples Center one. So she was the first one that I I saw her before I saw um, Beyonce. And she used the full stage. She had the whole basketball court as her stage, which was beautiful. Do you guys remember that? It was like a diamond shape. Yes. And then she had those two little. And so you, anybody and any seat that you had, you had an amazing seat. Um, so that was great. I loved, the, um, I loved how they really invest in the videos that they were doing, the mm-hmm. choreography, all that stuff. Britney was over the whole tour before it even began. But the aesthetic was dope. And then my other favorite one. I'm biased. Again, I have to continue to say that it's probably because of the time that I spent with Timothy Mm -hmm. is the residency tour. Um, Being that close to Britney Spears was an experience I'll never forget. Um, Seeing her perform every time is an experience I'll never forget. Yeah, every time, I know. Seeing all of that. So it's it's from the experience of her even looking into the camera, from the Mm -hmm. experience of her just smiling and being able to see her giggle when someone says, we love you. giggling when timothy yells i love you britney and 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 seeing that she heard him and smile made me happy because i'm like wow i'm here with my blood enjoying something (laughs) and we're drunk as hell and i'm able to get a cute little like weird selfie concert photo so that to me was the experience like that was the Britney experience
1: that, I feel like that's what I've been missing a lot for Britney not being on tour I, I respect her she's on you know on hiatus but I love that feeling that you just said like you know Britney like, there's no cameras around her she's just doing what she loves you know to do even though she has done that show like 400 times but you know what I mean like it's just be able to see her and ah,
2: I love the intimacy of that move, the intimacy of that uh, show um uh, and we got her on a good day, too, because it didn't seem like her knee was hurting. It didn't seem like she was bending. <laughs> good. She was, she was, like, on Woo! popping and everything. It was... She was doing her thing, and, and it. it was good. She looked happy that day, and we were happy for
0: that. That is so funny that you say that, because, like, Felipe and I know that, like, you know, when you see her post conservativeship post-2009 on tour or at a concert, it's either you're, you don't know what to expect. You're either going to get this this bread like awesome britney that she's like doing uh-huh. all the dance moves and you know happy on stage or she's like mm. mm-hmm. that is very <laughs> like, true, and it's true. The moves. very
2: true <laughs> it's true so, and people just i just want people to be a little bit more aware and also a little bit more sensitive when it comes to that because we have to understand like this is her job at the end yes. of the day. And how many yeah. of us don't want to show up to work that day? There's lots exactly. of us that go, oh, exactly. I have to send another email and let me do it because I have to do it. And f- in so many ways, they don't realize, look how much she's mentally and physically exhausting herself to mm-hmm. be on stage for us mm-hmm. because of a contract. But she's still doing it. If she wanted to, she could have done a Mariah Carey and be like, let me, why Ziva. should I just let you guys sing? What do I do? Yeah. You know? But yeah. she she, was she comes it. out and she performs and Whether it's 50% of her or 100% of her, I've learned to appreciate it, which is why I was able to look back at the circus tour and appreciate it for what it was.
0: At that time, they thought that the conservatorship and Britney was, you know, the conservatorship was only going to last a year. You know what I mean? So she's like, you know what, this is the year to just do what I want to do and, you know, give them what they Mm -hmm. want. And then maybe in the future, I'll finally have my own freedom, my yes. own flexibility to get out of this. You know, and she was, there was a leaked letter that she said that she was lied to and set up to. Yeah. So, like, I think in the circus tour, it's okay to like, and mm-hmm. even the album, I feel like it from a free Britney activist, because I do think Britney did put her passion Me into too. that. album. I, believe and too. I do think Britney did put, like, relatively a passion into that tour, because she was like, this was like her, even though she doesn't like the word comeback or whatever the case is, it really was a time that, like, Everyone was supporting her, mm-hmm. but it just so happens it was the same people that put her down exactly. the year prior to. Yeah. So Period. you know, there's pros and cons to yeah. it.
2: I feel like like the last. And how t- about the fact that she was able to get Perez Hilton on there and make him look like a, a an yeah, ad, like you know, she got him on the tour and mm-hmm. was able to like shoot him in the video. I if that doesn't scream big dick energy, I don't know what else does. Like yes. getting your hater.
1: So I know usually Timothy asks this question, and he's the biggest activist of Free Britney, and we talked about it a little bit briefly before. So yeah, he's the, one of the biggest activists. What's your stance for the Free Britney
2: movement? I'm here for whatever makes anyone that loves Britney Spears comfortable.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, whatever you feel comfortable doing. You know, I used to work for Urban Outfitters. Um, so I would see Britney merchandise coming all the time and I never really bought any of it. I mean, I bought this one that I'm wearing I have that one too. (laughs) And it was on sale. Yeah. And I waited, so I got this on sale and with my discount at the time, Mm -hmm. um, because I knew that Britney wasn't going to get this money, but I support you in whatever way that anyone wants to do. You want to stream her, stream her. Mm -hmm. You don't want to buy anything. You don't have to buy anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there's so much nuance in the free Britney movement that, you can't really say that this is how you have to do it because ultimately it's not for us to define that it's for Britney Spears to ultimately define that so if Britney Spears is able to get out of this conservatorship and still wants to make money and still wants you to stream what she's doing let's do it you know if she ends up doing something like what Taylor Swift did and do like a slight Mm re-recording of her music I'm for that too because I want to make sure she gets everything that she needs to get like all the acknowledgements all the credit Um, but I'm here for anything I want people just to have an open eye and Mm -hmm. realize that although this is a free britney movement this is also just a big mental awareness for um, everybody movement that we're doing as well for everyone so when it comes to this topic it's always good to have um a sense of stability Mm -hmm. um common sense a sense of awareness Mm -hmm. and just support whatever that britney fan is doing you don't, I, I don't like people that like to try to enlighten other people with what they think they know and what they think that they don't know. I think you do what's best for you as a breed. I love that. Love because, that. For, you know, I had a disconnect until I didn't. And yes. now I'm glad that I was able to reconnect my way. I still am not as connected like you guys are. Um, but being able to show up to a podcast like this by someone who's kind of, um, like, in so many ways, you know how people are like, Trump supporters but they want to be quiet about it Mm -hmm. and they want to hide Mm -hmm. it and it's like no girl you need to speak up on that but when it comes to Britney I've always been like a I'm not gonna post Britney I'm not gonna say anything about Britney because I found myself arguing with friends that don't understand like I had friends go oh those are rich white girl problems and I'm like no they're not they're Mm -hmm. it's more than that and I would get so angry and I found myself defending something and having this take my energy away and in so many ways it's like what am i really doing to help her so Mm. i was like i just stay quiet i enjoy her in my own peace and that's that's where i'm at right now and i think that it's it's up to whoever it's up to whoever whatever you feel comfortable doing I'll ask the last
0: question. If if Britney Spears does, you know, listen to this podcast, you know, it wouldn't surprise me that she's aware of us. Um, you know, she just, it tends to, to show that she is staying connected with her fans in secretive ways. Uh, if you had a message for her, what would you say?
2: I want you to stay resilient. I want you to stay powerful. Not for everyone that you have in your life, because I know that sometimes even being a mother is taxing, especially in the public eye. Just stay resilient for yourself, for your energy, and for your mental health. Um, and know that there are so many people that you haven't physically met or physically seen that you have touched by not just your music, through your interviews, through the experiences that we've seen you have. Um, and yeah, if it wasn't for you, who knows if I would have Not come into the sexual awakening and start dancing in the mirror and being unapologetically gay. I I (laughs) appreciate that so much. I appreciate that so much. I, girl, my little cousin was able to go to the concerts when I wasn't able to go to. I had my mom call Ticketmaster one time to buy some tickets just Mm -hmm. so I could see you, and I wasn't able to. And that's how crazy you had me. Like, you had me going crazy trying to see you and i'm so thankful that i have been able to have that opportunity but again just stay resilient mommy you you your team may not have your back but you have to have your own back i love her. yes <laughs> yes
0: i also love that you call her mommy yeah that's how you too. Know she's not your basic white girl you're like a hey, mommy, that sounds like mommy.
2: kiss my mommy i don't do that yes, girl <laughs>
1: We had such a good time talking to you, Demarcus. We did. Like, yeah, but... I feel like because you're part of the family and being a Britney <laughs> Spears fan, like, it was so much fun talking to you and knowing what your stance for, Britney. I, I really appreciate it. I'm so glad we could connect somehow. Yes, for sure. I Thank you for coming you guys on. Giving it means me a lot platform.
2: to me. Of course. No, it means so much more to me, honestly. I appreciate you allowing me on this platform. I appreciate what you guys are doing. A lot of people may not understand what you guys are doing, but it's not for them to understand. It's for you and Britney Spears to understand, yes. ultimately. So you guys continue to stay powerful and spread awareness. Thank you. And then so we're going to make sure we You better find me on Instagram, uh, Felipe. I'm going to follow yes, you. Yes,
0: okay? exactly. Fresh on Instagram. Um, are you on any other social platforms or just Instagram?
2: Just Instagram for now, but you guys can keep a close eye out. There will be some upcoming things. Feel free to follow my man as well. He is Papito oh. Dot Coquito with the K. That's you can right. find him through me. We are gonna have projects coming up. We like to serve looks. Only we fans. Like to... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, maybe. Who knows? Y'all never know. Y'all like that? Maybe, you know? Let me know in the comments. We could see. But um, we have projects. We like to serve looks. We like to make sure that we are promoting that brown black love the queer love we like to be non-binary we like to be masculine feminine hey you know just y'all need some styling stuff you know if you guys want to just go ahead and say hey how could i wear this look at my page you know you guys are going to see more looks coming up (laughs) if y'all want to go ahead and comment and spread love and reach out to me i'm always here for that i am a very open person i like to think i'm personable um i'm an aries i love giving advice I love giving feedback. I love being opinionated as you can see on this podcast. <laughs> Feel free to reach out. I'm here. You yes. know.
3: I'm always yes. here. I also
2: like to well, I also would like to uh,
1: thank uh Timothy, you know, because otherwise we wouldn't have you here. So thank you for being
0: here. Uh, thank you, baby. So yeah, so no, we also most and foremost all the listeners thank you for staying engaged yes. on instagram staying engaged with us i think on some people on twitter maybe uh thank you for staying engaged with us continue sharing this platform and continue sharing our podcast out there we love um you know Attention. the fans and the perspective and let us know if you want a crossroads episode because i think i think that's That'll be i cool. think that's right and also be a part that only makes yes. sense yes.
2: and also be a part i'm we- telling you guys that we need a crossroads episode <laughs>
1: I love that. And before we go ahead...
2: You don't have to ask anyone. Just do it.
1: (laughs) And before we go ahead and finish this uh, podcast, I just would like to tell you all that we extended the vinyl giveaway because I recently just got literally like two days ago. So I'm going to give you guys one more week to participate and next week we will do the giveaway. So thanks for everybody that have been... why
0: are you laughing? <laughs> no, I'm less smiling because uh, DeMarcus let me know that Urban Outfitters does this a lot. Yeah. Like they'll delay. All they'll the say yeah. something is going to ship on a certain day, yeah. but they'll, I, they'll you know, make aware, it later on. To okay, so finalize this, this is not just Felipe and I's podcast. This is our podcast. So please stay engaged with us and we'll have a new episode next week. Stay engaged and let us know your feedback on this episode. Yes! Right, and then follow DeMarcus. Yeah, All righty. Thank you
2: guys.
0: <laughs> i love you thank guys you. Bye. thank you so
2: much love you both
0: bye all right so we're gonna bye. stop recording baby what to see is what to see. hi what's up this is brit and i'm not in right now so do your
3: thing Beep. <laughs> i'm just kidding